Here we are, we're back again, episode six of Built For Better. Uh, today I've got one of my really good clients, Karen Worthington, in with me. She's had a really incredible weight loss journey in 2019. Uh, the moral to this isn't about the actual weight loss. I wanna more go into the mindset, um, her sending me the initial message, how she felt coming in to do her first session and how she feels now compared to back then. Uh, I really hope that this may kickstart a few people on their health and fitness journey. I really love this chat and I'm sure you will too. But before we get started, as always, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. Wasted energy spinning a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to send to me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door. But times of currency, I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude. But this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. Like a place is a... Here we are. I finally got you on. It's taken me a lot. Uh, very nervous too. Very nervous. Um, Karen's been, I guess, a client of mine since November. I think you sent me a message November, last year. Yeah. Yeah. She initially started doing some PTs and then transitioned into the group environment in January this year, and she's jumped in on every challenge that I've done except the cold shower <laughs> challenge that we're doing at the moment. So I'll put a message out. Um, this was day 14 this morning, yeah. so two weeks ago, and said, who wants to do a 30-day cold shower challenge? And no reply from Karen. Very yeah. disappointed. I um, I didn't even contemplate it. Like, I really didn't. Why not? What do you, what no, you... my hot shower, warm shower is my, that's my one, you know, thing I get a day. Yeah, I you still get it, myself. but you just got to finish with it cold. Yeah, but I'm actually, um, I'm a person that does the complete opposite. Yeah. So I like to finish really hot. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got this cold shower challenge going and there's seven of us from the gym. I actually thought I'd get a a few more. It's something that I've wanted to do for a long while, but I haven't been able to string it together and I needed the accountability of a few clients to get me on track. But it's actually easier than I thought. Jace jumped in on it, your partner. Yeah, he's going well. So he... um he says the um, the water in Mudgee is a lot colder though. So. Yeah, so he's doing it easy <laughs> yeah. now. He's back yeah, home. <laughs> yeah, so he's doing it easy today. I guess we'll get into that in a little more <laughs> in a minute. But let's go back um, to your backstory. Let's tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Um, local to Condo, grew up in Condo. Uh, two brothers, an older sister. Uh, went through school here in Condo. Um, so you've got two younger brothers. No, one older, one younger. Yeah, was yeah. it a protective older brother? Um, yeah, to, to a degree. Yeah. yeah. I reckon I'd be a pretty lucky on my yeah. family of three boys. I reckon I'd be a protective eye, the little girl. sister or something. <laughs> <laughs> what about schooling? How'd you go to school? Um, school, yeah. Um, went through school, um, went through to year 12. Wasn't overly academic. I never, you know, considered university as something that I would be doing. Um, but got through it, um, was happy with my results and yeah. 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 And did you enjoy school? Majority of, yeah. Probably the, the last few years I, I didn't enjoy it as much as the younger years. Yeah. Um, if you could go yeah. back to school, would you? Now? Yes, definitely. Yeah, so I'd go back easier. too. I so always say that easier. to the kids. I was like, it's the yeah. best time of your life. Yeah. You don't know it. I used to think yeah. it sucked, but Three o'clock now finish. I look back, sign me Perfect. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mum, I want this, dad, I want that. <laughs> The easy days. The easy days. Yeah, like a little bit of homework, but it's uh, it's nothing on what we're doing nowadays. Work, work, life balance. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And what did you do once you left school? Um, Left school, so I was um, 
uh, a past horse rider, so I was quite heavily involved with horses. So I moved over to Wombat for a few months and did some groom work there, um, three or four months, I think, and then I came back to Condo and did a mix of retail and hospitality jobs three or four years. Did you have horses as kids? Yeah, so horses, about uh, 12 or 13. We got horses, um, went through the whole pony club scene and then um, quite heavy into open competition, um, dressage and showings. And you're still into horses? No. No. No, no. So I do miss riding, um, but I don't think I'd ever go back to competition. Yeah, there's crazy amount of work horses. My cousin's got one and like they're overfeeding it every single morning. They used to live on a farm, but um, now that they've got yeah. stables for it, it seems like a lot of work. It'd be like having another child, having yeah. a horse, I think. Motorbikes, um, so much easier. Yeah. Boys ride bikes, the bikes stay on the trailer, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you that's don't have you to do. get up and no, feed them every no morning, every them, night. No, no shit to pick up, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and what, you said you went into retail? After yeah, so uh, a few years in retail, um, pharmacy then, into hospitality, ran a little cafe in town. Um, and then I was lucky enough to um, get an opportunity to enter the mining industry. So probably last 15, 16 years has been um, in mining. Yeah. And did you, did you ever do any shift work? I know you don't now. No, no shift work. Um, but the days were a lot longer. So we worked a 10 hour day, seven to five um, and had two hours travel. So typical day, you're out of the house for you know, 12 and a half, 13 hours a day. Yeah, and yeah. you do what sort of shifts? Monday to Friday. Yeah, right. That's yeah. that's huge hours yeah, running, so getting a weekend yeah, off. Yeah, 50-hour week. Wow. Yep. Wow. And did you do this when you had kids? Yeah, so um, I had Sunny, had uh, about nine months off with Sunny, and then I went back for 12 months. Um, so that was a juggle, uh, finding, you know. So you did five days, 50 hours a week yeah, with Sunny. with Sunny. So, yeah, it was. Obviously um, had some good support. Good support. Lucky to have mum who would come at, you know, 5.30 every morning so I could get on the bus to go to work. Um, but then once it was time to think about child number two, um, I left, left out there and, um, you know, just found employment in town that was a bit more family suitable yeah. yeah and then jump back into the mining game when and you then could. jump back into mining when i could yeah. yeah 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 but i guess you're pretty lucky now with not having the hours to travel yeah to so now um the job i'm in now i'm usually based in condo if i'm not in condo i'm sort of in parks or trundle um but not needing to be there until after the kids are off at school so yeah yeah let's tell us well. about your family uh family three kids uh, two boys and a girl they're seven five and three um, very active. Sure are. Keep you very busy. <laughs> yeah. And um, Jace. And Jace. So um, Jace is in mining and he works over near um, Mudgee. So he's away sort of five days at a time then home for four or five and back again. So Essentially a single mum 50% of the 50% time. 50% of the time. I Three kids on your single own. Single mum. Hats off. Yeah. I'm always looking for Melissa when Louis starts crying. So <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> Let's jump into, I guess, the start of your health and fitness journey. Um, what did you initially feel when you sent me a message to start training? Um, I was very nervous. Yeah. Uh, really scared. Um, I, I didn't know what I sort of wanted out of it. I knew, you know, I wanted to lose weight and get a bit fitter. Um, but I had... I suppose at the start, no idea to 
you know, where it would lead and the results we've actually achieved. Yeah, I um, I looked back through my messages the other day <laughs> and uh, it was November, I think, when you started training and we initially set up that we were going to do two PTs a week, but yeah. with work, family commitments, it only ended up being one PT pretty most, much for the whole of, for the November December yeah. period of 2018. Yeah. And then at the start of this year I um talked you into doing a 14 day trial at mm. the gym in the group classes which yeah. you jumped at. I did. Yeah. So I think the um those few PTs that we did do I don't know that I gained a lot out of it other than um you know it was the start that was the biggest thing but the confidence. Yeah. Understanding um confidence in you, confidence in myself understanding a bit more about the gym environment just coming and having a look and a trial yeah um and then when that 14 day challenge come up um i think i was it was lucky that there was a few girls that i knew quite well who were also taking part so that gave me a a bit more confidence just to jump in and yeah so obviously coming in for your first pt you said you're a little nervous how did you feel coming in for your first group session a lot more comfortable was it a big group when you it wouldn't have been that big yeah no maybe eight of us yeah Eight or nine, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was a lot more confident just knowing how to get on the rowing machine or on the, you know, the treadmill. Yeah, so everyone's super nervous things, when they come in for their things. first session and you think that everyone's worried about what you're doing. Oh, but God, no. in turn, like, you're too busy worried about what you're doing for you're that surviving hour. yourself. Someone said to me the other day, I jumped in on a class and they said to me, "Who? how much was such and such lifted? And I was like, I've got no idea. <laughs> no I was idea. too busy worried about what I was doing. I'm pretty lucky that I can actually jump in on a few classes now with such good staff and um, it's good for me because I'm so used to training on my own. Like the difference of training in a group, it really does. Group training, it just it keeps you motivated definitely and I think, well, I know for me personally, um, especially when you're training in small teams, you do try a bit harder. Yeah, you I know back when I... keep up with somebody else or it, they just help, yeah... They push you through. Back when I first started, when I originally did PTs and switched to the group training, it was crazy to see how much more effort some people put, put in, in. Um, just in that group environment yeah. compared to the PT yeah. um, environment. I'm, I'm a really big fan of group training. Like, obviously not big group, but just nice, small, yeah. like, reasonably small group training. I know even just with some of the runs we do, if, you know, you said to me, oh, go and do you know, a 2K run by myself, yeah. I'd probably laugh at you. But to go out with three or four other people... Yeah, it's it, a little it, bit easier. It's much easier. Yeah, we don't do many 2Ks. No, we though. don't. We don't. <laughs> Might have to start throwing <laughs> something God. in, I reckon. <laughs> Anyways, uh, did you have, like, some particular goals set when you come to the gym? Like, are you a big goal setter? Like, I know myself, I love setting goals, writing them down, uh, ticking yeah, them so off. Yeah, so I'm not... Initially, I wasn't a huge goal setter. You know, I was... Um, my goals were to lose weight, yeah. improve my fitness, yeah. um, mobility and strength. Um, so they were, you know, primarily my main goals to start with. Yeah, I mean, initially when you're coming in and you haven't been doing much training, like you don't really know where you're at with no, your movement, or with where your strength, you or want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And did you? I spoke about this in my last podcast about someone asked me about how do I get my motivation back. And I said, it starts with setting goals, but you have to go a little bit deeper than that and attach a why to your goal. Yeah. Did you have a why with your sort yeah, of so initial my, messages? I, looking back initially, um, I think it was all my, always my why. Probably took me a little bit longer to realise, but um, definitely the kids. Like, yeah. 
you know, I, um, uh, before I reached out to you, I was at a point of, um, you know, being sick of sitting on the park bench and not actually actively playing with the kids. So um, definitely, my, yeah, the why was my children. Yeah. Being able to just get in, involved with what they were doing and, and play. The joys of having that strong why, like kids or like struggling to get out of bed or, or whatever it is, is when you get home from work and you've had a big day like you would have and you've got three kids and you yeah. don't feel like going to the gym, you refer back to that. Like where if you're referring back to, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos or whatever, it's not so as inviting as... Yeah, it's just not strong enough. But, you know, if, yeah, if your why is strong, you'll, yeah. you'll find the way to, to Yeah, make so it initially you weren't that big of a goal setter, but you did kind of have a strong why. I did, yeah. Obviously we did sit down and... I wrote down your goals. You for wrote you. down my goals, yeah. yeah. Which but we, you we look at quite yeah. often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump actually to what you did, what you have done this year. So from January to now, you've lost twenty nine, twenty nine kilos. Yeah, it's been a really good year. You've, uh, I mean, your I guess sacrifices have paid off. Yeah, definitely along the way, there's been sacrifices. You know around social events and what I might have previously enjoyed or overindulged on to even, um, you know, sacrificing some time at home to, to fit in a gym session or having to drag the kids along with me. Yeah, um, like, I mean, we are definitely a kid-friendly gym. Like, as much as people don't really like bringing their kids, um, sometimes it's just what you got to do to make it, it happen. That's right. And it's not ideal, but... It, it works. Yeah, that's it right. It does, it works. So obviously, um, other than starting training to make such a change, you've obviously made some changes with your nutrition. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, small steps to start with, um, breaking the bad habits. So I'm not a breakfast person. Um, even to today, I'm not a breakfast person. But, um, you know, breaking the habit of not eating breakfast, getting to work and by 11 o'clock being really hungry um that habit of you know it was so easy to run across the road and get a meat pie or hot chips and gravy so um you know allowing myself time to have breakfast of the morning so that I broke that habit of being hungry by 11 um either packing my lunch or making sure I went home for lunch so again I wasn't just running across the road and making those unhealthy choices yeah, it's something that I've really, I guess, nailed a little bit more and any new client I try and talk with a bit more is, I guess, identifying where your weakness is. Like if, you know, you're getting home from work and you're ripping the cupboard doors off, maybe your lunch isn't big enough or maybe you're not having enough for breakfast and then that's not really yeah. taking effect till lunch. But you can't change all these bad habits at once. Not like once. it's small steps. And I think that's where most people fall off the bandwagon is they try and do too much at once, you know, like they wake up on a Monday and they're like, I've got this. And they train five times in the first week and they, um, every single meal's healthy. Come mm. 10 days in, just bang. It's bang. like hitting a brick wall head yep. on. Like if you can just start small, nice little steps and, and it's, I guess about building a lifestyle. It's not a diet. That's right. That's right. And that was the biggest thing for me. When I um, started this process, I was really in the mindset of it's not going to be another fad diet. This has to be a complete lifestyle change. It has to be, you know, quite holistic around training and fitness and also the, the nutrition and food. 
Yeah. I didn't want to get three or four weeks into it and then, you know, give up on it again. Yeah, and now obviously you've made some sufficient changes. Um, do you feel like that you're missing out on the stuff that you used to have? No, not at like, all. Like, do you enjoy the food you eat? I like, do. Through I the really whole process, do. were you ever hungry? No, the opposite. Yeah, like the, the amount of challenges that I've done at the gym and, you know, we might be counting calories or something and people send you their, their details and they've eaten less than a 1,000 calories yeah. is crazy. And they're always the people, like I'm saying, can you eat more? We need to eat more. We need to eat more. But then they're the ones who one week in fall off the rails yeah. because they're starving. Starving, that's and right. And it's like that compounding effect yeah. of three or four days later, yeah. you, you, you can't continue to do it. It's really finding what your baseline is like that's, and just going in a small deficit so it's sustainable. That's right. And I know with mine, um, you know, my calories were really low to start with and, and you were constantly saying you need to eat more, you need to eat more. And I think once I really started um, to get a little bit serious about nutrition and start tracking and watching my weight, like, you know, getting on the scales more regularly that I really started to trust in the process. Yeah. So, you know, I went from one of those people who were maybe only eating a thousand calories to somebody now in maintenance who's up around the two and a half thousand calories. Um, so that's built a lot of trust and a lot of confidence in the work that I'm putting in and the amount of food that I can actually eat. And it comes back to the habits that you've created. Like if you're um, only eating good four to five times a week or four to five days a week then you can't eat that many calories you know no, them four days right. because it's that compounding effect you that's can't it. get to saturday you can't eat 1500 calories monday to friday and then on a saturday and sunday eat 3000 3, and expect to lose weight like it's it's getting that balance and if you eat right seven days of the week and that's not saying that you can't have a splurge like i'm all about i guess flexible dieting mm. and it's getting that balance like if you're at someone's a friend's place for dinner and they're having cheesecake for dinner and it's not something you like, then don't you probably shouldn't calories. don't waste the calories yeah. and eat it. Like save it up for something you enjoy. But then if you enjoy, um, I don't know, like a magnum or something when you go to the pool, have that and then that's your treat for the week. For the like week. that's right. It's getting that balance and and sticking within your calories over the course of a week. Yeah. But when you first started, we weren't tracking calories initially, were we? No, no, and I think. Um, Probably the, one of the biggest learning curves for me and understanding the fund, fundamentals around nutrition was when I jumped in on the 28-day nutritional challenge. Yeah, that was the one where we're sharing photos in the, the photos, group. The yeah. photos, that's right, of everything we ate. I've done a lot of different yeah. challenges over the time, like just in-house group challenges. And I guess for me, it's working out what works best with different people. Like tracking calories isn't for everyone. And it's I guess me and you don't really understand that because we're a bit of a numbers well, numbers people, people yeah. but I know Melissa, for instance, hates tracking calories and macros. Um, like while I am tracking now, it's not something I really thought I would be doing. Yeah. Um, but the 28 days challenge we did, just having the um, accountability of posting the photos and you know, g gaining that understanding of what we were eating, you know, was yeah, it Yeah, so protein, that challenge, you had fat? to take photos of breakfast, lunch, dinner, any snack you had, and you had to post had it to in post group, it, yeah. that's right. And it was, um, it was quite a large group, so um, you learn a lot through it, even just from looking at the photos of what everybody else was eating. Yeah. Um, it gave you a lot of ideas of how to, you know, keep it interesting. Yeah. What would you say was your biggest change initially? I would say if it was me, 
I was on to you to add protein with every meal protein, and stack. Yeah. Protein, protein, yeah. Just yeah, understanding protein and, and how much of it you need to eat to, to meet. Most ladies severely under eat yeah. on protein. Yeah. It is a tough one to Yeah, master. and like it's getting enough for breakfast I find is probably the hardest to talk in because the amount of eggs you can eat, like most ladies have one egg for breakfast, That's but <laughs> in turn like three eggs still isn't giving you enough protein. No, no, it's not. And that was me. Like initially I was... When I first started, I was thinking one egg, that that's it. Yeah. yeah it's nowhere near enough. <laughs> yeah, I always try and get the guys to eat five eggs or something, yeah. and they're like, really, five? And I'm like, yeah, come on. <laughs> but in the hindsight of protein, like five eggs isn't that high in protein. No, it's not. Well, you're still only, what is it, about 30 grams of, if that, yeah, yeah. protein. Yeah. So. You're all over the numbers oh, now. All over Look the numbers, you. I know them. <laughs> Yeah, but that uh, initial Facebook group where we were posting the photos, do you feel like that was probably the kickstarter? That was definitely the kickstart. Um, you know, there was just the right amount of information around the different macros, you know, what it was a fat, how much fat, the proteins, um, the snacking options, all of the photos and just the, the comments and information that was passed around. Yeah, and I think, like, the key to anyone you know achieving really good weight loss is having some accountability like and it doesn't have to be me at the gym it can be you getting three group or three friends together and just getting some accountability like what'd you eat today or something like that like the chances of success um when you add accountability are nearly double oh definitely if you do it by yourself and you you know you are sneaking that mars bar a day well you yes you're still accountable to yourself but if you're not having to tell other people about it, it's a lot easier. Yeah, so. in some of the food diary challenges before, I had someone say to me, oh, I haven't actually been putting everything in that I've been <laughs> eating. cheating. And I was like, why? And they were like, I was worried what you'd think. I was like, I don't mind. What you're eating is not going into my body and That's I'm it. not the one with your weight loss goals. Yeah. So put down what you eat and be honest with yourself because yeah. you're only letting yourself down, aren't you? That's yeah, kind of the key. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. When you say... Um, like obviously the changes were made with nutrition like how strict were you like would you say like 80 percent strict or um no this is something once i got going i was a hundred percent i was in so i was extremely disciplined really really kind of comes back to that quote is like if you get put in half-ass effort you're going to get half-ass results that's exactly it like and if you you know if losing um i guess let's say 25 kilos this year is important to you then yeah you're gonna have to make severe sacrifices but if you're happy to lose that 25 kilos over the course of the next two and a half years then you don't have to be as strict like it all depends how quick you want to get the results and and now i'm enjoying that you know i'm in that maintenance phase and i i am more relaxed around my food and my nutrition yeah yeah and then that's the joys you've made the sacrifices you've got to the weight that you want to get to now you can eat that little bit more and um enjoy that food a little bit more i guess um what nutrition had you previously tried had you done anything else in the past all of the diets yeah all of the fat diets yeah i did a did a lot of them myself as well because i've made the obviously transformation myself like i've seen over 100 on the scales when i was at essential um and yeah yeah, i tried them all did the shakes did just fruit did um a thing called the cohen's diet um cabbage soup diet cabbage soup what's that involve cabbage soup lots of it (laughs) (laughs) to the point of i think look really with the cabbage soup diet soup diet i got to about day 
four or five and just heating it up in the microwave the smell was enough to did you do any good just, on it did you lose any weight oh yeah you lose weight yeah um but you can't sustain it like, i guess you, if you're you gonna have cabbage, cabbage soup, soup <laughs> for the rest <laughs> you just, of your life you can't do it <laughs> I think, like, it's something that really frustrates me and there's all these, you know, things that, you know, different people are trying to sell you um, nowadays and, you know, they're doing people more harm than good. Like, yeah, they might drop. Like, what's the point of dropping five kilos if come Christmas time you're going to have that five kilos back on again? Like, I'm all about finding a sustainable approach and, you know, I'd rather you lose half a kilo a week and keep that keep half, and that compounding effect of half a kilo, but everyone wants to lose, you know, that kilo, two kilos every week, yeah. they get to the end of the month, and I've only lost four kilos, and yeah. you're like, well, um, do you want to keep this weight off, or, like, anything yeah. that comes off quick usually goes back on quick. It's got to, um, my, for me, it was the whole mindset around, it's not a diet. Yeah. It was the lifestyle change. Like it's, who's going to skip lunch every day and yeah. have a meal replacement shake, you yeah, know, right. every day for the rest of your life? Like yeah. that's not going to happen. You're not going to keep that weight no. off. No. And do you feel like the practices you got in now that you will like hold? Yep, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, just having a better understanding of nutrition, um, what I can eat, you know, when to eat certain foods, and how do you feel now compared to, well, actually, let's say, how were you feeling before you started coming into the gym, like energy-wise, um, sleep-wise? Okay. Um, energy, so pre the, the, I suppose, this journey, I, um, I didn't have a lot of energy at all. Um, I was always really tired, uh, really lethargic. I, I never wanted to sort of... Um, you know, run around and play with the kids, or if I did, it, it never lasted too long. Um, my confidence was really low. Um, I wasn't, I never looked forward to any social outings. The thought of, you know, what am I going to wear? That was just enough to put me off. Um, whereas now, um, obviously, I've got a lot more energy, um, enjoy running around with the kids, I'm a lot more confident. Um, sleep, sleep's probably always going to be a struggle for me. I need to learn to just go to bed. Um, when I do sleep though, I am sleeping better now. Um, so yeah, overall I look, I feel 100% to what I used to. I guess the biggest change that I've noticed is when you first initially come in, you're obviously quite nervous and obviously oh. not sure about, um, what am I trying to say? Not sure about what you wanted out of it or how you wanted to yeah. attack it. Where now you're bouncing into the gym, big smile, making conversation I, with everyone, and I excited it. about it. Yeah, I, and uh, I really look forward to it. And some days, you know, I um, I plan my day around when I can get to the gym. Yeah, and like it's easy for me and you to sit here and say, "Oh, you feel good after a gym session," but it is actually unbelievable how much your mood can change with oh. doing sixty minutes in the gym yeah. every day. Yeah, and. Like people walk down the street and you tell them this and they think you're a goose, but it's actually, I know when I'm not training, like I'm far more snappier and yeah. crankier and whatever. But if I can get my training in and whatnot, like it's a lot more um, upbeat spirit. There's yeah, no definitely. doubt about that. And it's the um, the sense of, you know, that satisfaction and achievement. Like. And it's so much easier to eat healthy when you've oh. been to the gym. Like I know when I'm out, yeah. it's out of whack with the gym. Yeah. So the um, the gym and the training definitely, well, for me, it keeps me in the mindset of um, eating well. 
yeah, definitely. And most people think they want to lose weight. Um, well, not think they want to. They um, make the commitment like, yep, I want to lose weight, and they go and join a gym. But unless you're going to change your nutrition, you're not really going to lose a, a considerable amount of weight. Right. Like, What's that? Um, you can't out-train a bad diet. I'm always saying that's that in the gym. Yep. <laughs> and it's true. In saying that, though, your mindset uh, to eat healthier is a lot better when you're doing your training. Definitely, yeah. So if, um, well, definitely for me, once I train for the day, I, that, that sets me up for the rest of the day. It um, yeah, keeps me in that mindset to eat well really yeah and as you know on a saturday morning um we usually go for a coffee, coffee after training the other day me and caleb were walking back down the main street and looking at the um photo of you on the front oh. of the window and i was like geez karen's made a big change yeah, hasn't she and he couldn't believe that, that it was you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyone in town take note of that photo that photo on the when, office yeah yeah um and i mean i during this journey, you could have had all the excuses in the world. Like, you've got three kids. Jace works away 50% of the time. That's right. Like, you know, life is hectic sometimes. Um, three kids work full time. There's always, you know, after school activities. Jace is away. Um, but it was the why. My why was strong enough. The reality is we all have 24 hours in yep, a day, don't we? Every it. single person. And, um, you know, years ago, um, one of my horse riding coaches said to me, you know, your horse has got 24 hours a day and you expect one hour from him and that one hour needs to be, you know, his hour to give to you. So now that's sort of how I think of my training for myself. It's my one hour and if the kids have to come along and they're not happy, well, it's just too bad, really. It's my one hour. Yeah, it's easy to always just keep putting your kids and everything yep. else in front of you, but... In turn, when you start to put yourself first a little bit, then you're showing up better for your kids, That's for your right. family, etc. Right. Isn't it? Like, and looking back now, I don't know what I used to do in that one hour. You know that I'm now going. To yeah, you the think gym you haven't instead. got time, That's but right. make time really hard. Yeah. Like I know That's the it. days that I have a day off. Like I try and have days off during the week, um, and. It's easy not to have that hour, I guess, isn't it? But you it just got to find it and you make find it, it happen. Yeah. yeah, That's right. It's not like it just magically appears, I guess. How's your transformation affected your family? Like I know Jace is now in the gym. He's at the gym. He's doing really well. He's picked it up quite a um, natural. So there's a bit of healthy competition going on at home at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, um, has he always spoke about coming or he just like what um, you go home and talk about? Or Yeah, I think just because I, I was doing it and yeah, yeah. He, he decided he'd like to give it a go. I mean... He's, he's always done a little bit of backyard training. He's had some weights that he goes on and off occasionally. But um, I think once I really got into it, he yeah, he jumped on board too. He's uh, picked it up really quick. He was saying to me the other day, geez, I want to get a muscle know, up. It annoys me because he can do things so much quicker than I know, I he banged out them toes to bar and double unders and everything so easy. Yeah, it was. Um, some people just have it. Like Double unders were so hard for me to learn. What uh, what did you do in the stages where you were lacking motivation? I went to the gym. So for me, the the gym is keeps me motivated. Yeah. Um. So I've never well yet I haven't sort of felt that real slump with going to training. It's been more around the nutrition. So yeah. And how did you wheel track. yourself back in when you you know obviously you're going to fall into bad habits along yeah. the way how did you um, sort of kick yourself in the backside and say you know I pick yourself up Karen? Yeah, started tracking again so um i do track um usually once i start tracking i might track for four or five weeks at a time and then i'll give myself a break 
and initially it was those couple of weeks of break I'd start to fall into bad habits again but as soon as I um, started tracking and, and really concentrating on hitting my numbers that I wanted to get it you know it picks up that motivation again what would you I guess say to someone who says they don't have time to to make the gym and make a change don't say that to me <laughs> don't say that to me lots of people say that to me but the thing is, if you want to do it, if you're committed to do it, you'll find the time. Yeah, and say someone who's listening to this, what would you say to them who are like not sure where to start? What would be like your first point of contact with what to change with your nutrition? Um, it's just make the start. Yeah, just make, one small change, I just guess. Just one small change. Um, or, you know, I... Thinking back to, you know, I could have started this process five or six times before I actually did, but I was somebody who thought, I'll just lose five kilos or get a little bit fitter and then I'll join the gym, whereas I should have just joined to start with. So, you know, don't wait. You don't need to be fit to start. Um, Just start, really. Yeah, you're on your own journey, aren't you? No one else is on your journey. That's right. And, and, um, well, my experience to date has been nobody judges you. I mean, I walked into your gym, you know, overweight, very unfit, but I never once felt uncomfortable or that I was being judged. I mean, not just my gym, but any gym. It's kind of a place that you shouldn't really be judged, isn't it? Like everyone's there to try and do do better for themselves. So don't, yeah, don't... um, and get some accountability. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a group of friends or, or what it is, but, you yeah. know, um, I don't know, set a weighing, weighing day with them or, or set up a group. Like it's so easy with Facebook now. Get on there, set up a group, add whoever's keen into it. Yeah. And when That's someone it. doesn't, you know, post their food that day, Ask send them, them a message and say, That's what's right. going on? You know, like, yeah. or like it doesn't have to be like you're giving them a kick in the, in the backside. It can be, let's post your food tomorrow. Like, like let's get out of this yeah. slump and let's go again. Go like, again. it's a process. Like, not every day is going to be smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, but it's, I guess, um, riding the highs and then, yeah. and then riding the lows. And what's your current goals? Like, where are you heading now? Are you giving up your training now? You've lost your, your Gosh, weight? no, no. Um, maintenance, so... Um, Just don't want to go back, I, I guess. I don't want to go back. And I'm I'll, not going to let you go no, back. No, don't let I'll me go back. I'll be knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, weight loss is great, um, but then maintenance is also hard. So it's, you know, something... It's that, easy to fall back into that mindset and them old habits like them... Um, paths are still there like you don't want to rewire the old paths that's exactly right yeah what's your go-to for unhealthy food like what what nowadays is what's your treat now um i'm a carboholic anything savory so like something as meat pies hot chips yeah crackers and cheese anything and you still have it hey like it's just like finding that balance like i know myself like that's why i eat so good at home so that yeah. when I go out, like I can have what I want to have, That's and then it. as soon as I get up the next day, bang, I'm back on track. Um, like, say, if you went out f- for dinner on a Saturday night, would your Sunday morning breakfast be a good a good breakfast? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a good breakfast. And it's getting back that mindset, track. like you just can't ride off the weekend because you have one bad meal, or even if you have a bad day, like yeah. say you go to Orange for the day and you eat quite bad all day. Yeah. It's just don't write Sunday off. Get back no, on get track. get back on and, and start again. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there's obviously so many, um, like, inspiration and motivation on social media and stuff. Is there someone that you really follow that inspires or motivates you or you're um, not really into that? Yeah, not really on social media. I mean, I've only really just 
starting to follow a few people, a few different podcasts and stuff. Um, yeah, I draw a lot of inspiration from my just the kids, from yeah. Jason. Um, you know, somebody who can work away and then um, come back and enter the family life. So that's quite inspiring. Yeah. Um, and then a lady I work with also, she has this great ability to be able to look for opportunities in any sort of situation. So. Um, I do, yeah, draw some inspiration from her also. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. So obviously there'd be some people listening to this thinking, what should I be eating to lose weight? What Once you're in the swing of it, what did a typical day look like uh, for Karen in the way of food? For me, um, breakfast, so I am a a big fan of eggs. Um, Breakfast was usually um, boiled eggs. Lunch. I'm um, not a fan of the boiled eggs yeah, on their no, own. Yeah, I you've said that before. I yeah. just find them so handy. They come yeah, simple, I guess. Yeah, simple, I guess. Throw them in your bag. Partners and... working away with kids. Yeah, yep, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Um, lunch uh, would usually be a tuna or chicken um, with salad. And dinner, when I first started, it was hot weather. So it probably would have been either salad or um, veggie with another form of meat. And what about snacks as well? Did you have snacks in between the meals? Yeah, so snacks. Um, uh, so depending on when I was training, I'd add in some fats, um, which is usually some avocado or nuts um, on some cruskets, um, and then um, some fruit, so one or two pieces of fruit um, as another snack option. Yeah. Yeah. And... Were you hungry during them times or like the salad was quite big? Or it was quite big. And how much meat roughly? Yeah, so usually around about 120 grams of meat or chicken. Um, tuna, so I'd actually add in two cans of tuna. And the salads were big, like my plate, you went away from a bowl to actually going to a, a plate. You needed a plate to contain all the food, yeah. Yeah, good, good. And yep. I mean like... I guess anyone listening to this who's obviously everyone's tried some form of diet, but if you're trying to diet where you're continually hungry, it's probably the wrong diet for you. Yeah, definitely. Like obviously at some stages when you're breaking habits, you are going to go through hunger, but you're not going to die from just that little bit of hunger either. But if you're constantly hungry, like that's not the mission either. No, no. And my salads were quite bulky, you know, they might have had um, a bit of brown rice or some sweet potato um, nuts and you know it wasn't just lettuce and tomato they were quite a bulk not just rabbit food not just rabbit food no (laughs) (laughs) no that might nearly wrap it up is there anything else that you want to touch on no i don't think so we might jump into the ltf five questions so these are five questions that i'm just going to put you on the spot with that i ask all my guests you probably listen to them in the other podcasts anyway but um tell me something about you that no one would know first thing that comes to my mind is that i'm terrified of pigs yeah right terrified of pigs living condo scared of pigs yes so um when jason and i first dated he was living in this um little bachelor house and um hanging in the lounge room was a pig's head one night we were um camping in there and actually had to hang a towel over the head so i could get (laughs) up to sleep yes and is the pig's head still around or it's It's gone actually well it disappeared for a few years we sent it over to ningen to his sister which um she kindly re-delivered it and now it hangs in my barbecue area. Ah. I've, I've learnt to live with a pig's head at the moment. <laughs> Scared of pigs. Scared of pigs. Best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, look, I'm a bit of a 
stress head um, and I tend to overthink situations. So and it's not one piece of advice, but um, definitely people who remind me that, you know, I shouldn't let situations that I have no control over consume too much of my time. So it's something that um, I try and remind myself of all the time. Yeah, yeah, something that I actually read, it was the quote was like, don't complain about things you can't change, change or yeah. you're not going to do anything about. And I say it a little bit in the gym to a few yeah. people when they're complaining. And I say, don't complain about something you can't, com- <laughs> can't, control, can't control or you can't change. But um, I guess it's easier said than done. And it it's is. easy to fall into the practice of complaining. But it's just, I guess, identifying when you are yeah. and then correcting yourself and, and then going again. Um, also, not just complaining, but worrying about you know situations that doesn't matter how much I try and control. Yeah, like you lay there awake at night thinking about it, but that isn't going to fix it, is it? No, you're better off just to try it. Like easier said than done. Try and get that good night's sleep. Is there anything that's happened to you that you thought would be the worst thing in your life but has turned out to be be a blessing, I guess? Like I like asking this question with my essential energy story. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so probably um, for me, um, starting a family, um, it, it didn't come easy. And after probably 12 months of trying, um, we found out we had to go down the IVF um, journey. Um, it was quite a long journey. Uh, some of the procedures and just the process of, I suppose, leading up to um, deciding to do IVF was um, quite taxing on the body. Um, but at the end of it, you know, it was a blessing and um, we ended up with Sonny. So. Yeah, and he's a fighting yeah. fit little, fight <laughs> little, fit, little man. Yeah. And did you have to go down that journey with the next two? No, no. So um, we often joke that Sonny is the million-dollar baby and the other two are the miracles, um, you know, all three are the miracles. But, um, no, it was only Sonny. So whether, you know, you often hear of stories of ladies who either – do IVF or adopt and then end up um, falling pregnant Yeah, once after the stress it. is yeah. off your body. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy what stress can do yeah. to your body too. And in that time, um, the more you stress over it, the less That's that. It. I know it's something yeah. me and Melissa had a little bit of trouble with and like Jake spoke about this a little bit before on his episode as well. Um, I guess people out there who it's happened easy for probably don't really understand um, how hard it can how, actually be. That's right. Um, it was a um, it was a real roller coaster. I mean, physically, emotionally, um, even financially. You know, worrying about where the next lot of money was coming from to pay for the next round. So yeah, hundred percent. It was 100%. a real roller coaster. Yeah. Question four: Where do you want to be in five years? Five years. Um, I'd hate to think I um, couldn't maintain my weight that I'm at now. So definitely. I'd like to think I'm going to be as fit and healthy as I am today. Um, Jason won't like me saying this, but I'd like to think I'd be working part time <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know sitting on a little block of land with a new house built somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I reckon you'd get bored working part time. No, no, I don't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> Question five: favorite quote. Favourite quote, so I'm not sure who actually, um, where it originated, but uh, a nurse once quoted to me that this too shall pass. So it was um, when I had Sunny and emotions were running high and, and she just said to me, this too shall pass. And 
probably at the time I would have looked at her and thought, what do you know, what are you talking about? Um, but it's funny now how many times I actually reflect on that in so many different situations. Yeah, yeah I, that actually kind of goes hand in hand with a quote I got emailed the other day and it said, what if I told you that what you're going through right now is putting you on the path for your future? future. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to see sometimes that you're in that, you know, little rut and it's, yeah. but it probably is, you know, um, I don't know leading oh, you in the so, like i sort of try i'm sounds a little bit um woo-hoo here, but like <laughs> trusting the universe a little bit like i do kind of believe in you know everything works out or everything does, does happen for a end. reason like yep. at the time like you you don't see it as that but I, I really do believe that anyways thanks for jumping on thanks um not quite me. looking as nervous as what no, you did initially but a you're bit. natural <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, if there's anything you got out of this, flick me a message and I'll um, pass it on to Karen. But it's a really uh, good story that we hope that you get something out. And if it kickstarts one person on the health and fitness journey, then the 45-minute chat's been well worth it. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spinning the pace for every hour of waste I need an escape to send to me And I don't mean to make a rush for the door But time's a currency, I'm currently poor I'll be leaving it soon, I don't mean to be rude But this scene ain't for me, like your mom's seeing your news I got places of- There it is guys, I really hope you got something out of that um, So that 14 day trial we spoke about, or 14 day challenge It's essentially just a little intro into my gym Um it's an opportunity for you to come in to see if uh, my training methods and my approach will push you towards your goal. Um, if you like this and you think it could help someone, share it on your Instagram stories. This one could really kickstart someone's health and fitness journey. And if you leave a review on iTunes, I really like going back through and reading the reviews. Until next time, later.